You're listening to The Way Church Podcast. If you're looking for a place to hear God's Word and be inspired, you have come to the right place. We believe this week's message from Pastor Ryan will be a blessing to you. Before I preach, I was in a wedding yesterday because something really, really nice happened. Kanami isang kasal ko. Oh, look at that. There you go. Dito sa may ICC. What a beautiful wedding. Ang nag-officiate, he was really, really good. Kagagwapo siya. So, anyways, it was a great wedding. It was a great time. And uh, we just enjoyed it. Enjoyed ko sa kasal na to. And then, of course, one of the amazing things happened is after sang kasal, uh, we were there, and then, ako yata, syempre, wala man taga pa or anything. I was just standing outside, just waiting for things. And then, nagsulod kami ni Sharon sa may area na nga ma-dinner na. And then, ginambal, Pastor, hindi ka da. So, I was like, no, where should I sit? <laughs> Presidential stable ka, Pastor. Oh, di ba? The feeling special lang inyo, Pastor. And so, they sat us on the Presidential table. Upot ko dito sa table ang mga VIPs, ang mga maninuing, ang mga, mga businessmen that has been around the block. Mga elderly na. Amen. And kalabanan sila Chinese. Can you imagine that? Gasturyanay sila. Ako yaga. Tapos makadlo-kadlo sila. Ano ni hambal nila ni Maan? Masinasuyaan ito ni Lila. Hindi sa kanchindi. Anyways. Gaspikintang sila. Spikintangs na lang man ko reason why I share that is this. You need to see this. So fascinating. In that wedding, presidential stable, Kwansang Marriott Hotel, so the food was crazy nice. And so we were sitting there, and then they sat us, and then I was looking around at mga regular people. Nagakaon lang sila sa regular food <laughs> dito sa my buffet lines. Pero ang mga special yagapung ko kami sa lamis. And then a waiter comes in and serves your plate with many forks and spoons and knives. And you sit there and they put that plate in front of you. Hindi ka na malipay. And I was like, woo! That's nice. So you serve us that. It's a small piece of salmon. Cool. Tempura. May paeyat do sa likod nga gamay. May tater tots dalum sang tempura. May ox tongue may gravy. Na may gamay nga mga microgreens sa babawya. Do ka nami sang pagpresent nila. Kanami, I like the privilege of sitting there, feeling special and everything. Yeah, that's nice. But you know what? I had a revelation. My lightning fast mind just told me, Nami ang bangko, nami ang pagpreparar, pero daw perdita. Because when I look back, there was a buffet table just two meters away from us. And all the food that was there was also served on the buffet table. I had one piece of tempura. Waiter, waiter, sashimi. waiter. sashimi. Tuna sashimi. Pagkita ni Sharon, Ako may feeling ko, ma-order pa ko tani. Pero siling niya, kwa pagito sang kwan. You know what I said? I like the table. I like feeling special. But there are times it's better to stand up and go to the buffet table because it's the same food. And I took as much as I can, put it on the table, and man, everything was perfect. Because you got the special treatment, you just sit there and eat your food, but at the same time, you can get as much as you want. The reason why I said that is that event was just like a church service. You're sitting there enjoying your food, enjoying the Word of God, but you know what? Let me tell you something. You don't have to suffer through a small plate. You can eat as much as you want and enjoy as much as you want. Amen. We're going to serve it well for you, dress it up for you, but at the same time, eat as much of the Word as you can and enjoy the presence of the Lord. Amen? What a beautiful day this is. Can you stand for a minute? Let me preach. We're talking about in the book of Judges. When I was studying this, you know, um, I was, every part of me was just refusing to preach this. Because it felt so um, 
you might say simplistic. Siguro tungod kay this is the most common story in the book of Judges. Kung common to ang Gideon, this is the most popular story in the book of Judges. And then while I was studying it, I just, part of me didn't want to do it, but there was a part of me that also felt like this was the message. And so I just pushed through, and we're going to be talking about the life, at least an overview of the life of Samson. Magsiling ka Samson, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Delilah. You know why? For majority of people, amuning batasan sang tao, they would remember you more for your failures than for your victory. Come on. You know, if you go to Amazon, these writers were, were, were interviewed. Authors. Because you know, Amazon is the biggest bookstore in the world. And they may mga ratings na da. Majority of the best writers in the world, even the classics, the Tolkien's or the, uh, the J.K. Rowling's or the Tolstoy's or the Dostoyevsky writers, bisan mga grabbing mga writers, bisan ikaw pa pinakagrabbing writers sa kalibutan at the very tail end, may ara ginapila kabilog ng one-star rating. And you know what's so addicting? is because even the best of us, when they go and look at their Amazon or their Goodreads, they always check the one star first. And they forget everything else. Because that's how humanity is wired. When people see you, they'll see you for your failures. But when God sees you, He sees you for the promise that has been placed on your life. Kung may mga problema, kamusubong ahapon, kung may mga sicknesses, may mga ginagyan ka mga trouble, before we preach, I want to pray for you once again. So, nadiri sa inyong may mga struggle, may mga problema, may mga balatian. And uh, this is your moment. We have a healer in the house whose name is greater than any other name. That name is Jesus. If you have any need tonight, whatever it may be, just signify it by raising your hand. And we'll speak the word of faith as we release this power in this house tonight. Heavenly Father, we come with boldness because of the finished work of Christ on the cross. We declare deliverance for everyone on every heart and every mind held captive by pain and anxiety. We take authority over every sickness. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Every malady, every sickness, every pain, every inflammation be gotten right now in Jesus' name. And may the power of the Holy Spirit pervade this place as the word is being released. Let your people be rejuvenated, be released from whatever bondage it is that holds their mind. This we pray and we ask in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering of praise. All right, sit down. When we talk about Samson, you know, when you're reading your Bible stories, it's always Samson and Delilah. It's always David and Goliath. But I want you to understand something. Usually, gina define siya based on mga arch rivals naton, right? Samson and Delilah, David and Goliath. But I want you to understand something. Listen to me, this is very important. The arch rival of Samson is not the Philistines and it's not even Delilah. The true rival of Samson is actually himself. Now, the book of Judges is a book, if, if you go back to our previous messages, of stories of the deliverance of Israel. If you would allow me to present a background... Israel just lost Moses and just lost Joshua. And now they are entering into this phase wherein wala pa sila king. They don't have a ruler like a king like other nations. So what God did was He raised up judges. Ang gusto kita ni isang Diyos nga siya ang marule kag malid sa nations ng Israel. But then, ang mga tao tungod sa ilang katigas ng ulo they tried their best, and then they'd fail, and they turn away from God. And such is the story in the book of Judges. They just 
they, they would be defeated and conquered by enemies. And then when that time came, manawag sila sa Dios, and God would swoop in and save them. But what, how God did it was He would raise a judge or a person that He would speak through or inspire the people or lead the people against the captors or those that held them captive. Now, in the case of Samson, however, it's a kind of a different story. Now, taga-anta kamu overview sing ni Samson because you already know what's going to happen to Samson, right? But here's the story. If you read the life of Samson, it's not like sa kabuhi ni Samson, it's not like, ugin ayawan sa struggle para maperdi niya tong mga Philistines. Every time Samson and the Philistines had any encounter, it was always a one-sided massacre. It was not even close. So, if you read it, if you really look at it, the entire life of Samson led him to that point where he should be delivering Israel. Kinanglan niya natani nga i-deliver ang Israel sa mga bondage nga gindalasang Philistines. But instead of doing that, he tittered and he tattered with other things. Ginsquander niyang i-call, ginsquander niyang i-anointing sa mga bagay nga hindi yaman dapat tanibutangan focus. Mga wala pulos-pulos, mga witi-witi, mga vengeance, etc., etc. So instead of living out the call, he put himself in a position nga hindi man tani amutong best sang Diyos iya to suffer the way he did. But he did suffer. So, going back, if you really look at the life of Samson again, of all the stories, of all the judges, this is the one that really stands out. Because this is not just deliverance from an outside enemy or from an external battle. This was a deliverance from the struggles or the struggle within. Now, when I was reading the life of Samson, I could relate. Nakita kung kogalingon ko, and I could see modern society in the life of this Bible judge, this man of God. How did you see that, Pastor? I see it because many of us, although we're not fighting uh, soldiers or armies or Philistines, a thousand of them with the jawbone of a donkey or tearing appliance, we may not be doing that. But the real struggle, the real battle that we are really truly fighting in our world right now is the battle that we fight every day. And it is the struggle that rises up from within. Thus, the value of being in a movement or a church or a fellowship or, or movements where you can come in and, and pour out your heart to God. No, may mga tao gina-raise up ang Diyos para nga mag-combat sang away, nga gina-away sang kada isa sa aton. Now, we don't have the physical strength of Samson, but we do have the struggles, the mental, emotional struggles that he was fighting. Now, watch this. I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere. Just bear with me. Damo ni kung sang basa-basa, but just bear with us. Now, Judges 13 is the beginning. So, my apat ka face life ni Samson, number one, your birth, reflected in four chapters. Your birth, ang iyang pag-una-una niya, pag-discover sa iyang power, sa iyang strength, and then naging pangasawi itong babae, and then ang iyang fall through Delilah, and then ang iyang pagbangon liwat after that. So in the first phase of life ni Samson is his birth. Now watch this. I'm going to read just to provide context. Look at this. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the Philistines' hands for 40 years. Now watch this. Katalaka, no? Magbasa ka kung kisa. Ano ni sila man? Do pag lang ni sila nag... Hibi-hibi sa Diyos, nag-ubra sang altar para sa Diyos. Tapos after that, balik naman sa Diyos, Diyos nila. Worship naman kay Baal. Worship naman kay Astoreth. Patindog naman sa mga Shira poles. And the reason for that is simple. Let me tell you right now. I know this sounds like, oh, ano ni mga Israelites man, katiga ulo. But it does not happen overnight. There are years that happen between judges. Like when, when Gideon was the ruler, it took him a about, about a generation of his life until ang tao nagamat-amat naman liwat worship sa Dios Dios. So for us, those are the little things that creep in and they start to 
break down our walk with God. So, ang mumunik kay Samson, imagine 40 years. Now, verse 2, look at this. And a certain man of Zorah named Manoah from the clan of the, the Danites had a wife who was childless, unable to give birth. And then the angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. Now see to it, watch this, look at this, that you drink no wine or fermented drink and that you do not eat anything unclean. You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor because the boy is to be a Nazarite. Naza or Nazarite is the same thing. Dedicated to God from the womb and he will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Now watch this. Ang Nazarite vow, specifically ginatag sang angel, may tatlo ka bagay nga dapat hindi pwede moon sang nanay ni Samson. Which in translation is, hindi iman dapat ni Samson pwede himoon. So number one, hindi siya pwede mag-inom wine. Number two, hindi siya pwede magkaon sang anything unclean or mag-touch anything unclean, ceremonially unclean. And then number three, hindi niya pwede utdan or ishave ang iyang buhok. Now, usually, Nazarites, the Israelites, when they get into this vow, a Nazarite vow is a vow that they take, kind of like us entering to the ministry or like a commitment to God. And so what the Nazarites do, the Nazarite vow does is, you take the vow, you enter the vow, but usually it is for a certain season. Okay? So, hindi man forever. Usually, na someone who is in understanding nga from now on, I want to serve God and I want to give my life to God in extra consecration compared to normal nga tao. So, consecrated meaning separated from everyone else. Now, watch this. So, what they do is they enter the vow and then when their vow is done with, then the Nazarite vow is over. But it is something that they decide to enter in. Just bear with me. But in the case of Samson, it was different. Because he didn't just decide, I'm going to enter into this vow. He was born into this vow. Now watch this. When I study scripture, everything I see in the Bible, I correlate it always in the lens of the finished work. So what is the value? What is the purpose? I believe Why do you have to do this, Lord? Why do you have to ask Abraham to sacrifice his son? Ang may mga bagay meaning sense. My sense, my meaning And if you ask me, many of the things in the Old Testament that don't make sense to them at that moment, it looks so really mysterious, but really it reflects the intention of God, especially for the coming of Jesus Christ. Remember in King Gideon, my reflection kay Christ. Ang mga works ni Abraham, my reflection kay Christ. Ang mga works ng tao sa Bible, perminagapuntariya pakadto kay Jesus. Or pakadto sa new birth. Or pakadto sa new testament. Now in this case, in Samson's case, if you ask me, it's like the picture of being born again. Now, when people wanted a deliverer or to get out of the mess, God said, you know what? The way to do this is for them to not just enter into a vow, but to be born into this sacred separation. Now watch this. When you are born again, similar to that, you are born into it. Now watch. Like Samson, we were born into this vow. We were born and separated. We became holy, not because of what we did, but because of our birth. That's the necessity of the new birth, that you need to understand this. You are not holy because of what you do. You are holy because of who you are. Amen? You know, damo nga tao, kaya ko sa very religious nga background. Nga ang holiness standard, tama kataas. So, ang permilagyambal nila, dapat lain kita compare sa kalibutan. So, let me ask you this question. How different are we gonna be from the world? Hindi nata maglargo kay ang kalibutan gad largo? Hindi nata magtoothbrush kay ang kalibutan gad toothbrush? Hindi nata magdrive auto kay ang kalibutan gad drive auto? Ang ba't ko nakikita nyo sa Amerika, sa mga movies guro, ang Amish community, I saw a few of them when I was back in the States. 
sa East Coast, makita mo na ang mga Amish nagakuan sila. Hindi sila magamit kuryente, hindi sila magamit mga technology. Because for them, ginaseryos nila ang separation from the world. Lainta sa kalibutan. So hindi na magamit sa modern technology. Asa subong gagamit sila gapon kabayo. Wala sila kuryente, gamit sila gapon gas. So why is that? Because they don't want to be like the world. But for me, that's the wrong thing to think about. Because although wala sila gagamit kuryente, gagamit man sila gapon bayo. Ngagin mga tela nila, gin produce gapon sa mga manufacturer ngahalin man sa lugar nga ginagamit kuryente so it doesn't make sense pamtanday in unit church i want to tell you this what makes us holy different from the world listen separated from the world is not how holy you are by the way you look but it is who you are when you are born again. The moment you became a child of God, you have been separated to bring about the justice of the Lord. You have been separated with a higher call on your life. Now listen to me. Just like Samson, as soon as he was born, there was already a promise in his life. Church, listen. As soon as ma born again ka, gin separate ka na sang Dios, ready to do the bidding of God, empowered, come on, full of life, full of hope, full of promise. Kung hindi mo na makita, hindi pagbasuhan lang, Diyos, hindi pa ang balagin ng Lord nga, wala niya ka-work sa akong kabuhi. No, 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 no. You already have everything that you need presently right now as the day you were born. Amen? Look at this. What picture do you see when you hear the name Samson? Anong kasulod sa mind niyo? Magsiling Samson. Huh? Okay. Po, ang pagamba ko, Samson, ang sunod sa mind nila ko niya, Delilah, wala ba buhok, whatever. Look at this. This is probably how you picture Samson now. Just bear with me, Bible study, tanay. Mawahataw kita karunigidugay. I promise you that. Probably this. Oh my goodness. Look at that guy. Lord have mercy. Nantawa ko na nukalapad. That front spread, man. Look at the delts. Kilala ka mo delts? Shoulder. Hindi kita ko dako. Damo-damo yung abs. But that looks like a strong... Ito pwede siya, no? Samson. Makes sense, right? Samson, imagine ta. But if you ask me, mas gusto ko tanay ang amune. Lean. Six-pack. Galing hindi ko pa sugtan sa sawa ko. Yeah, hindi ko sa six-pack. Gusto kong may uyatan ko, may dakpon. Lean. Anami na, pwede Samson. Or probably this. This is probably impossible, but hey, why not? Oh Lord, have mercy. That is physically impossible. Ang iya muscle, may muscle. Look at the, Look at the quads, man. The quads are crazy. Wala na siya tuhod sa kadlag kusang quads niya. Ang iya nga calf muscles. Ang iyang abs, ang iyang delts, ang iyang lats. Oh my goodness. This, that is Samson. But did you know, if you read your Bible, there is not even one time when the Bible describes Samson as a physically strong man in looks. Now, just bear with me. When the Bible sees someone or describes someone as someone that stands out because of their physical features, he would say like, Goliath was a giant. This was how tall he was. No? 12 to 14 feet. Ang iba nabala, 9 feet tall, iba 12 feet tall, whatever. But he was a giant of a man. Saul, the king Saul, was taller than all of the children of Israel. Ang pinakmataas ng Israelite astan sa abaga ni Saul. That's a tall man. That's a big man, imposing. David was small, but he was handsome, the Bible says. He looked young. baby faced David. But there was nothing that described Samson aside from his physical hair, which was uncut and braided. There were seven braids on his head. But it never said that Samson looked like any of those three pictures. Ang gusto ko sa picture ni Samson ang araw na but what if Samson looked like that? Just an average man. Budlayan ta magbato, no? 
Hindi pwede pastor. Dapat si Samson, dako-dako lawas. Dapat may macho. Dapat may abs. Dapat lang kong biceps. Grabe dapat ang mga spread. Grabe siya. Samson. It never said that. In fact, if you read your Bible, when the Philistines first saw him before he performed those amazing acts, they were not flustered. They were not afraid of him first because there was nothing about him aside from the hair he had. Sometimes kung tulukon mong tao, anak sang Diyos, kung tulukon mo, do pingoy, pingoy, tsuraya. Kung tulukon mo, kagalingon si Spi, you would say, do wala gini at sanasanya. But you know what? What God sees inside is someone who could conquer whatever the devil throws at him. Because what you are born with is what separates you from the world. Again, what you are born with is what makes you different. Come on. What you are born with, the moment God called you and set you apart, that is what makes you special. It's not just your education. It's not just your influence. It's not just your money. It's the call of God in your life. And you watch it, devil. Because as soon as the children of God realize the call in their life, Lives, you are in trouble. Matapos ang gahum sang yawa. One ma-realize ang tao ang gahum sang Diyos. Now one day in Judges chapter 14, Samson goes to Timna and he sees a beautiful girl and falls in love. He tells his mother, get that woman for me. I want to marry her. Siling singa ginikanan, Samson anak, aren't there beautiful women? who are not from the uncircumcised race within your people, within your tribe, within your family. Pili ka bisan sino nga bae gusto mo? Imo. Pero gusto gid ni Samson ang bawal gid. Amen. Ang bawal sa iya nami. Sounds familiar? Gusto ko siya, siya pangasahon ko. Oh, wala gi sila magano last lakapugong one day gin dalaya to ang iyang ginikanan pakadto dito sa Timna 145 watch this Samson went down to Timna together with his father and mother now watch wala pa di siya ministry ha wala pa siya wala pa gin deliver ang Israel but watch this as they approached the vineyards of Timna suddenly a young lion came roaring toward him now i don't know if he did anything spectacular before Maybe he did, maybe not, but this is the first thing written that he did that was amazing, that was beyond human. Now watch this. And then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart. Grabe. If si Samson nga muscular, do pwede. Pero kung si Samson nga do normal nga tao, he picks up the lion and tears him apart, watch this, with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman and he liked her. This is the Chad. Sigma male. He just killed the lion like nothing. Tapos he goes to talk to the girl and like, hey, what's up? What's up, babe? You cool tonight? Yo, you down? Alright, let's get married. Kapos, no? Sa atong panahon sa mong i-date mo, anay, ilaga mo pa, baklan mo pa, load, iskalar mo ang iban. Amen. May mga pipila din sa atong mga scholar. Okay, good na siya. Go for it. In Jesus' name. Then he went down talking a lot. Watch this. And sometime later when he went back to marry her, he turned aside to look at the lion's carcass. Now watch this. Sometime, before I forgot, Look at this. The lion's carcass in it and he saw a swarm of bees and some honey. Watch. Are you ready for this? He kills the lion, goes to the girl, after some time later, pagbalik niyan, he saw the lion. And in the dead carcass of the lion, may swarm of bees. He looks at it, and there was honey inside. Now watch this. So he scooped out the honey with his hands, 
and ate as he went along. When he rejoined his parents, he gave them, he gave them some of it and they ate it too. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey from the lion's carcass. Now watch. Anong point, Pastor? He went to the lion, he took the honey and ate the honey. Watch, watch. According sa iyang vow, hindi siya dapat pwede magtandog unclean. Any living being that dies, animals, people or animals mapatay, considered ceremonially unclean. Watch this, guys. As Samson was walking along, he understood the power of God that was upon his life. And he sees the lion. And watch this. And instead of standing firm on his vow, you know what he did? He tested his own vow. He went to the lion. Was he really that hungry? He could have looked for another animal and taken that animal and ate it like nothing. Pero ginpili niya gito ang carcass which he knows would defile him and would automatically make him unclean. And thus breaking one of his vows. And yet, he did it. Pamate, dali nanta. He picks up the dead carcass and eats the honey. Pagkaon niya sang honey, ginatagya sa ginikanan niya. Go eat. Nagkaon man ang nanay niya, kagang tatay niya, that also made the vow that they themselves would not eat anything unclean. Nga awalay gin sugiran. Because he knew that it was illegal. He knew that it was going to break his vow. But then Samson started to realize, you know, those little things that we choose to ignore add up in the end. Now watch this, guys. This is not a grace setting. But this is a time to learn something. May mga bagay kung kisa nagapapalayo sa aton sa Dios. Do not allow it to settle in your heart. When you see something that does not Push you towards God. Palayugid. Run away. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you again. Men, listen. Can I, can I just be honest with you? This is your pastor talking to you. We, especially kung ang temptation is sexual in nature, which we are very weak in. Kung lalaki ka, weakness mo ang mga nga temptation. Do not fight it. Run. Everybody say Run. The Bible says, flee youthful lusts. Meaning, palagyo. Hindi mo pag ikornero ng kogalingon mo. Like I said all the time, ngara ka na sa hotel, kag nalak mo na ang door, kag ready to go ka na, kag dira ka palang mas tangs. It's over. Kapanumdom ka na na, salamat ginoo sa grace. Lain na guru prayer mo. Bless this food in Jesus' name. Devour this sin. Eat this. You know what? This is a small thing. I still have two vows left that I still did not break. You know what? I'm just going to eat a little bit of this. Guess what? Even though he broke his vow, he broke his vow, but the power of God did not leave him yet. He already broke one of the vows. But after that moment, you know what happened next? Story, story, story time. After that moment, you want to happen? He goes to the town and he's like flexing. I'm going to give you a riddle. Bugtong, bugtong. If you guess the answer, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give all of you 30 clothes and 30, uh, 30 garments and 30 new clothes. So, asatong 30 kabayo. Ano kini Sa time nga to sa una, mga utod, most of them would probably have one or two. But to give 30, that's a big deal. And so when he said that deal, everybody was like, oh, right, what's the, what's the riddle? He said, what is, uh, um, riddle. Basta ang, ang, ang riddle niya is, basta some, something that is sweeter than anything and stronger than anything. Something that go, goes in like that. Ano ang basa mga tao? Ano na man? Ano na man? And so they go to, to Samson's wife and says, Ano gito man? Ano namin to ni Samson man? Pila nakaadlaw, third day na sing Samson, one week. If you can't figure it out in one week, kamo ang mahatag sa akon sang bagong nga mga bayo. 
So they were pestering his wife. Ano to? Ano to ang bal ni Samson? Ano to ang bal ni Samson? So uli ang asawa niya, ginanag niya man si Samson ng bala na lang, bala, nugit to bala. Kung palangga, mukit ko isugit na lang. Guys, ano tabo to kay Delilah? That was not a one-time thing. It was just a repeat. Samson is a repeat offender. <laughs> Wala siya ka-resist. Ginsugit niya sa sawaya. Ginsugit sa sawaya sa mga kumpanyan tong 30 kabilog. And then they said, Oh, what you mean is nothing is sweeter than honey and nothing is stronger than a lion. Silingi Samson. Nabalaan niyo ang sabat kay may nagsugit sa inyo. And you know what he did next? He killed all of them. And then he goes home. And because of that thing, ano na tabo? Ang iyang asawa, ginhatag sa iban nga tao. He was so angry. Pagbalik ni Mila muna, nangakig si Samson sa ginhimo, kaging kuha ang asawa niya. Abala mo yung ni Samson? He caught in the fields 300 foxes and he tied their tails and put a torch in them and let them run out into the field of the Philistines. So natabo, nasunog ang mga fields ng Philistines. Was that the will of God? Probably, probably not. The, the fox thing? And then so Samson goes out again. And then when the Philistines heard about this, who did this? It's Samson. You know what they did? They burned his wife and his father's home to the ground. And his wife was burned and killed and murdered. And his father-in-law was murdered by the Philistines because the Samson burned their fields out of rage and vengeance. When Samson saw that, he was enraged again and he was ready for battle. Now watch, ang kita talang Samson and Delilah, but watch this. So aras si Samson, nagkanto siya sa Etam, sa cave of Etam. Pag sulito si Etam, sang nabalaan sang Judah, nagpadala sila 3,000 soldiers to Samson. Na-realize na nila, this guy is very powerful. So they sent 3,000 soldiers. Ang Israel, nagpadala pa kay Samson. Sinig sa Samson, and what are you doing? The Philistines are over us. What's gonna happen, Samson, is this is gonna be all-out war. We need to surrender you to them. Sinig Samson, okay, it's okay. You can tie me up. You can tie me up all you want as long as you don't kill me yourself. So siling sa mga, sa mga people of Judah, sige. So ngigitan si Samson, gindulong, ginahatag dito sa Philistines. Now watch this, guys. Pag-abot ni Samson dito, read, look at this. As he appeared, as he approached Lehi, the Philistines came toward him shouting. And then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. And the ropes on his arms became like charred flax. Do nasunog. Charred flax. And the bindings dropped from his hands. Now watch this. Look at this again. As if it wasn't enough, he saw the power of God. And finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey. Anong jawbone? Panga, pangasang donkey of a dead animal. He again breaks his vow of all the things that he could pick up. Maybe a rock. Maybe another shield or a weapon somewhere else. But he chooses to violate his vow again. But even sa amuna, how many of you have been there? You violated, you made mistakes. Pero matingala ka ang mercy, sang Dios. Go put lang yapon siyempre. He picks that up and then he grabbed it and struck down one thousand men. Watch this, guys. Isakalibo katao ang defeat ni Samson in one day. Nadali naman tapos just bear with me. Powerful Samson. Philistines were afraid. Ari nata. Tanan nga tao na Philistines na na kay Samson. What are we gonna do with this man? One man kill 1,000 Philistines with a bone. One day he was walking and then he saw Delilah the prostitute. Watch this, guys. The Samson that met Delilah was a weary warrior. Kita kisa. Ang judgment natin kay Samson, sobrang abdik. Boom! Ano klase tao ni nga? Mahatag lang siya ng amunin. Ginagawa. Watch this, guys. He just lost his wife, his father-in-law. He lost everything that he had at that moment. He just, he, he was there. And then he still had nothing. He still could not understand his purpose. He just killed a thousand Philistines, but he did not push through in the work of God in his life. And he was still aimless and lost because the battle within was still raging, just like where we are. At this is Samson weary and down, a warrior broken. And here comes Delilah. Kasi Delilah nagkampal siya, kung love mo ko, 
isugid sa akon ang source ng imo kusog. Balaan nyo na ng storya. Three times. So, bali, Samson, kung higtan mo ko sa higot nga wala pa na gamit, fresh ropes, then I will be weak, be weak as other men. Kung itirintas mo akong seven braids, I'll be weak as other men. And then, ginimo ni Delilah, ginigtan siya. Pagkatapos, nagsingit siya, Samson, the Philistines are here. Pero siya man niya nagpatawag. And then, pagkabos ng Philistines, Samson broke it like nothing. And Delilah cries, Oh, you don't love me. Kung palangga mo ko, nga awala mo ni kinsugid sa akin, ang ba mo love mo ko? Oh my goodness. I was telling this story to my kids. And my son was like, Man, why would you do that? Why? It is so obvious that Delilah was fooling around. Delilah got money from the Philistines for giving them the secret of Samson. Watch this, guys. But even though he was walking that fine line of losing the power of God, still the power of God was there. Why? Because the hair was still there. Now watch this. But the moment came one day. Look at this. I'm going to show you something. How can you say I love you when you won't confide in me? This is the third time you have made a fool of me and you haven't told me the secret of your great strength. With such nagging, she prodded him day after day until he was sick to death of it. Kinapoy na si Samson. Watch this. Samson. So he told her everything. Now watch this, guys. This is pivotal. Samson gave her a lot of words. But he never gave up on his commitment. One thing remained. The vow that I have with God. One day, no razor has ever been used on my head, he said. Because I have been a Nazarite dedicated to God from my mother's womb. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me. And I would become as weak as any other man. Finally. So Delilah told the Philistines, come back once. He has told me everything. So the rulers of the Philistines returned with silver in their hands. And watch this. After putting him to sleep on her lap. She called for someone to shave off the seven braids of his hair. And so began to tie him or subdue him. And his strength left him. Now watch this, guys. I told you earlier, the vow of a Nazarite ends this way. As soon as the vow is over, the Nazarites would actually shave their head, meaning my vow is over. Watch this. When Samson divulged information to Delilah, this is what I believe. I believe like he felt like I have no more purpose anymore. I'm sick and tired of being the judge. I don't want to be like this anymore. I am frustrated. I'm suicidal. I'm depressed. I am anxious. And so he delivers. He gives the final blow. Ano makita mo, Pastor? I see that in the world we are in right now. We carry so much purpose. We carry so much power. But we have been tired of fighting battles that did not really matter. We are fighting battles that we're not supposed to fight doing other things that we're not supposed to do. And when we're exhausted, that's where the devil gets us. Watch this, guys. Kung aware lang tatani, the devil has no power over us because there is so much anointing and strength inside of us. But Samson got to a point where I am already tired. I don't want to be like this anymore. Then she called Samson, Philistines are upon you. Watch this, guys. He awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Now watch this. This is Old Testament. He didn't have the covenant we have. But it shares and tells us a picture when he shaved that. Watch this. The Lord had left him, meaning the strength left him. Then the Philistines seized him. Look at this, guys. 
gouged out his eyes, ginlukit iya mata, and took him down to Gaza, binding him with bronze shackles, and they set him to grinding grain in the prison. Now watch this. Look at this. The once mighty man, gaginakahadlukan sang bilog ng Philistines. The once mighty man who destroyed a thousand soldiers with the jawbone of a donkey, captured three hundred foxes and burned the fields of the Philistines. The ones who made everyone afraid was finally defeated, grinding grain like an animal without his strength and with his eyes. Gouged out. Abi mo kung makita ko din. I can see the child of God. Damo mga tao, mga Kristiano. Gasimbaga, hallelujah. Pero ang depression, ang gahum, sang frustration, tanan nga bagay, sang kaaway, nag-wear down sa imo that you are so low than you're supposed to be. You are living a life way below your standards because the standard of God for you is so amazing. But you are so weary. You've been fighting battles that you were not supposed to fight. You have squandered your anointing for other things instead of defeating your your enemy that is the purpose of God for your life. You faced battles that you did not have to do. And you had nothing left. You've spent it. You've tried your best. You got pregnant before you were even married. Before you graduated from high school, your parents died. And now you can go to the next level. You started a business and lost all of your money. You went to church and you got offended by the ministry. You did everything, but everything seems to fail. So you are now there in the muck in the well, at the bottom of your valley, telling yourself, it's not working. I am way below where I am. Amunang masubong a plight sang madamo ng mga Kristiano, kag madamo ng mga anak sang Dios. But let me tell you something, church. That is not the end of the story. Because the next verse says this, But the hair on his head began to grow again. Oh, you're missing it out. I hope I'm preaching to somebody right now. You may have dropped the ball and made a mistake. The devil thought that he made you lower than a man, maybe like an animal. But the hair on your head is growing again. The promise may have been squandered, but the power is growing again. How many times have we failed in our lives? Ngabita katapusan tana, hindi nata makabangon, ginabalutbot ka na lang, patindog sa ibong a failure. But I will tell you something. Let this be the message to everyone here tonight. It ain't over yet. It ain't over while the promise of God is still there. The hair is growing again. He broke all of his vows. I like this last vow because he may have lost it. Ready for this? But the promise is renewable. <laughs> you may have dropped the ball and made the mistake, but the promise is renewable. You could still renew the promise that was, oh, samtang ara pa, samtang my life pa. You could still go ahead and try at it again. Give me one more crack at this. This is not the time to quit. This is not the time to give up. The hair is growing again. If I were the Philistines, I would have shaved his hair every time I see it growing even close to a millimeter so that it would never return. But see, they did not really fully understand. They did not grasp the intensity of God's promise. When people see us sometimes, we look like a failure. We look like nothing is going on for us. But let me tell you what, the promise is still alive. And even in your lowest moment, the hair is still growing Again, watch this. Gin shaved na siya, but the hair grew again. Now the rulers of the Philistines assembled to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their God and to celebrate, saying, Our God. 
has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. And when the people saw him, they praised their God saying, Our God has delivered our enemy into our hands. The one who laid waste our land and multiplied our slain. So, gindalan la si Samson sa temple nila. Kagindayaw nila ang Diyos nila. Tungod na defeat nila ang tao nga ginakakulbaan nila. Now watch this. While they were in high spirits, meaning hubog na sila, they shouted, Bring out Samson to entertain us. The same man that they were afraid of before. Now, not only was he looking powerless, he looked so bad that he looked ridiculous. My God, my, 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 my chain sa liyog. Bulag ang duwa kamata. I don't know what they had Samson do. He was naked. You know, many of us feel that way. Why not? It's over. So they called Samson out of the prison and he performed for them. And when they stood him among the pillars, watch this. The devil may think he is one, but he is not omniscient. There are things he doesn't understand. Tani wala na lang nila ginpatawag pagwa. He would have stayed there. But you know what? Bisan kita. Nagaabot kita sa punto sa atun life. Nga makabalikid ka maghambal. Tama na. I'm tired. Kapoy na ko. This is the end of it. I will rise up from this. Watch this. Samson said to the servant who held his hand, Put me where I can feel the pillars that support the temple so that I may lean against them. Now when the temple was crowded with men and women, all the rulers of the Philistines were there. And on the roof were about 3,000 men and women watching Samson perform. Watch this, guys. Because I feel this. When I was reading this, I cried. Because this speaks volumes. Listen to the prayer of repentance of Samson. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, Remember me. It's not that God has forgotten him or forgotten us, but in that moment, does that not speak of how we feel like the Lord has forgotten us? Like we are fighting this battle alone. And Samson looks up and says, Lord, please, the once confident and self-centered man finally says, Please, Lord, remember me. Strengthen me just once more. I, I, I read this and it spoke to my heart because for many of us, all we really need is just one more shot. Just give me one more chance. Once more and let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. Now watch this. When I read this, this is an exhausted, weary man. He could have said, Lord, return my eyes. Miraculously, maybe God would have I want to live a normal life again. 
father children rule over Israel. I'm going to defeat this Philistine. Save me now. But this is a man resignated. He didn't say return my eyes. He didn't want to go back to the way it was. He just said this, Lord, could you give me one more chance to fulfill your original purpose in my life, even if it's the last thing I have to do? Watch this, guys. This is Samson saying, Lord, I have squandered your power my whole life. I didn't use it the way I should have. I made a mistake, and here I am now. But don't let it be too late for me, God. Give me one more chance to fulfill that call. You don't hear or read in the Bible that it says there was an angel from heaven or Samson had goosebumps. Can I propose this? He may not have felt anything at all after that prayer. You know why? Look at this. Then Samson reached towards the two central pillars on which the temple stood, bracing himself against them, his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other. He's there. He still didn't feel any Every time Samson did amazing things, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord would come upon him and he would feel that surge of energy. And he would kill the lion. He would feel the energy. And he would slay the Philistines. But that time, he prayed, Lord God, one more. He didn't feel it yet. He walks to the pillars, braces his hands, probably nothing there yet. And so he prays again. Let me die with the Philistines. Watch this, guys. And then he pushed with all his might. Listen, listen. When he fought the lion, he didn't do it with all his might. When he fought a thousand Philistines, he just took the jawbone of a donkey. When he was praying, he probably felt nothing as of that moment. But then he put his hand on the right and on the left. And he said, Lord, if this is it, I'm going to do it with every ounce of strength I have. This is what I believe happened as he was pushing. Kept on pushing. Lord, one more. With everything I have, I've squandered that. I made a mistake, but I'm going to do it again. This time with all I have. And then the power of God fell upon him. And he killed more Philistines through his death than all of his lifetime's life put together. Watch this. It ain't over for you yet. Something good is still going to happen because God is a good God. Many years ago, I preached a message entitled Last Accomplishment. His last accomplishment was greater than all, everything he did. The last accomplishment of Jesus, very similar to Samson, embarrassed, naked, put to shame. The Bible says he was so marred that his face didn't even look human anymore. He looked below human. But that at that moment, that last accomplishment, that one thing he did, destroyed the power of the devil forever and became the greatest accomplishment of all time. And then he screamed, it 
is finished. Let me tell you what I think about this story. We may go through some hell in our lives, but I want you to understand it was never God who wanted to withdraw from Samson. In fact, God placed something in him because he knows that he will finish what he has started in our lives. And when the thing that you have said could never be defeated suddenly rises up, you tell it, the hair is still growing up. I, I made a mistake. I did not finish my schooling, but the hair is growing up. I got pregnant before I graduated, but the hair is growing up again. Hope is rising up again. Life is still present within me. This is not, uh, it ain't over till God says it's over. It's not finished till God says it's finished. Until the Spirit of the Lord says it's over, the power of God is still alive in a world. Thank you for joining us. If you are blessed by this message, share this with someone you know and be a blessing as well. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know by rating our podcast or reaching us at our social media platforms. Links are in the description.